Hello, everybody, and welcome back. So glad you decided to join me, have a little visit, and today, get a little truth nugget, get a little bit of my story, and maybe a little bit of inspiration, I'm hoping. So this thing happened today that inspired me to give you a little more background on me. It's something I don't talk about a whole hell of a lot, but I really should. I was a teenage mom. Why am I telling you that? Well, it was a really rough time. I feel like maybe I don't talk about that because maybe I feel like part of me has gotten over it. Although the reality is you don't get over it. The age you are when your children is are born is the age you are. So how do you get over that? Being a teenage mom, I fought through a lot of challenges and and really tried my best and tried to follow all of the rules and do all of the things. I was on a mission to be the best mom. So I had two daughters. When my daughters got to teenage age, I really was bent on them not having that same experience. So I was the mom that talked about birth control and talked about all of the uncomfortable things and warned them like, "Mm, don't go there, girlfriend. So one of my daughters, she waited until she was way older to have a child. But my baby girl, my younger one, who one day will be on this podcast when her and I can get a schedule together. She wound up pregnant at 16. Ugh. I was devastated. I was angry. I was hurt. I was so many things. And of course, she was a zillion things as well. Terrified, scared, confused, not knowing what to do. And of course, angry at her mother who was not reacting well in the beginning. Not at all. Snide remarks are a hallmark of me being angry. So, yeah, I was making a heck of a lot of snide remarks that weren't very kind. So, that beginning part of that journey was really, really, really challenging for the both of us. And, of course, we were buttonheads. And we were both trying not to because we knew we needed each other. But we did anyway. It was very hard for me to figure out ways to tell people. One of the things that I learned as a coping mechanism throughout my first marriage was keeping things to myself. My ex-husband was an alcoholic. And abusive so I learned to keep my mouth shut at a very early age or at very you know well I was married when I was 21 whatever so I didn't talk very much about it but of course you have to share this information with people people around you need to know so at that time I was working at an insurance agency with um, my boss at the time great guy Vinny who I always thought very highly of, and a co-worker named Kathy. 
And Kathy is the epitome of a beautiful, blessed soul. She lives life through love and, and, and exuberance. She just, you can't meet Kathy without not liking her. Kathy is also deeply spiritual. So having to tell Kathy, like I told Fanny because I knew I'd be running to doctor's appointments and doing these things that you do. But having to tell Kathy, I, I, something about it, I've just felt so uncomfortable. I felt like, oh, what's she going to think of my daughter? I don't want her to think poorly of her. I just adore this woman. And I finally looked at her and I know I had tears in my eyes because I was just so hurt and upset about the situation. And I told her that my daughter was pregnant. Kathy looked at me with such love and enthusiasm and just sincerity and looked at me and she said, Oh, a baby is a blessing. There was no hesitation. She just grabbed my hand and was like, A baby is a blessing. I just was so touched by that moment. To this day, my heart practically stops a beat when I think of this moment. At that moment, when Kathy looked at me and said to me, a baby is a blessing, and there was no bias, no hesitation. It was sincere. It was love. It was Kathy. She's a blessing. There's just no doubt in my world. That was the pivotal moment for me that I was able to regroup and go, yes, a baby is a blessing. So I was upset and I was crying um, and all of these things up until that point. And then I thought, well, a baby's a blessing. Like we're going to have this whole new tiny human. And I didn't know and my daughter didn't know what was going to happen. She knew she wouldn't have an abortion, um, which thank, you know, I was so grateful for that. That's not my thing. But she didn't know if she was going to keep the baby or, or adopt out the baby. But whatever it was, it was still going to be this baby and this brand new person. And so this is a blessing. So from that point on, my dear friend, who I'm still friends with all these years later, in 2006, Miss Kathy, my coworker, my dear friend, changed my life by saying a baby is a blessing. Moving forward, there was so many challenges. Of course, you can imagine. And my daughter had decided, yes, I want to do my best and be a mom and I'm going to I'm going to do whatever I can. You got it, babes. I got your back. So that was the direction we went. She wanted to keep this baby. She wanted to be a mom. You got it. 110% support. Now that being said, me being a teenage mom, me doing things in my way, I put all of those expectations right on my daughter. Didn't really realize it at the time, but geez, maybe I could have 
not been so pushy? I don't know. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. I really had this whole different mindset. And she's an entirely different person than me. So maybe we did a couple of things, you know, wrong in the beginning. That's okay. We came past it. So here we are. We worked through the pregnancy. Here comes this little baby. And she was just amazing. My gosh, the most beautiful little thing that I've ever seen. Most beautiful little thing. Just fell in love with her beyond. And my daughter really tried. Really, really tried. I think there was some postpartum issues. And I also think she's a different person than me. And so it was challenging for her in ways than different ways than it was challenging for me. In any event. She couldn't do it. So what wound up happening through a long series of events, which we'll all talk about later, is Nana wound up with custody of this sweet baby. And my daughter wound up moving out. It was agreed upon, but of course emotions are so high in these searches. Your circumstances and situations. So it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. And I know that my daughter was not happy with me. And I know I wasn't extremely happy with her. All of those things aside, what we had made a pact to do, we had silently made a pact to do, was to every single day communicate about this little tiny baby girl. So regardless of what was going on in her day, my day, the week, didn't matter. Didn't matter if we were arguing. Every single day there was a conversation. How's Tiny T? This is what's going on with Tiny T. When are you going to see her? This is what we're going to work out. My daughter worked. My daughter struggled. And it was not easy for her. But she knew in her heart she was not really ready to give this kid all she needed. And she wanted her to have the best or what the best that our family could offer. Because by no means are we um, uh, upper echelon or, 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 you know, wealthy. So it was hard. We worked through it. There's been challenges. T was really challenging in preschool years and in the early couple of years of school, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. You know, we learned to get through it. We communicated constantly, my daughter and I. Therese was diagnosed with ADHD. And we went through all of that together with the doctors, the 
the questions, the surveys, the monitoring, the medication, everything. And she wound up on an even keel. She wound up doing pretty darn good. So today, what happened was that little teeny tiny baby, the one that I learned was coming in 2006, read the blog post that year, the, the, the one thing that I had fought so hard to not have my children go through teenage pregnancy, that little girl graduated sixth grade today. She graduated sixth grade, top student in math of the entire sixth grade. Praise the Lord, because none of us have math skills, except this kid. Thank goodness. She graduated getting recognized for all of her work in chorus and regional chorus and, and, and music and She is stinking fabulous. She still lives with Nana and Pop-Pop. Let's not forget Pop-Pop. Guess where Mommy is. We're watching this little girl graduate, and it's all of us. Mommy's there. My son-in-law is there. All of her little siblings are there. So we as a family have seen it through so far. And what I thought was the worst thing in the world that could ever happen, my baby girl getting pregnant at 16, today culminated in such an amazing blessing. And there's more. My daughter and son-in-law, a few years back, bought the house across the street. So little Miss Tiny T is able to see her mama anytime she wants, no car required. She's able to go over and play with the littles, as we call them, her little siblings. There's three of them across the street. And I am able to see those three grandchildren anytime this kid has grown into this interchangeable extraordinary life she still needs the cool calm environment of Nana and Pop-Ops she loves living with us sometimes I think she's a 12 year old trapped a middle aged woman trapped in a 12 year old body because let me tell you what that girl loves family feud and friends God bless her can't can't love her enough but she's got everything she has that connectivity and I'm not saying that we're perfect and I'm not saying this trip and this journey has been easy and there still are the occasional bumps in the road where maybe Nana says well I think it should be this way but mommy says well I think it should be that way and then we don't agree and then we go, oh, crap. Let's, let's figure this the hell out. And we do. Because we 
all want Tiny T to have the best life possible. And here she is graduating from sixth grade, heading off to junior high school as a well-adjusted tween for having come from such humble beginnings, for lack of a better term. So here's my message to you. I want you guys to realize and know from the bottom of your heart that when something happens in life, that thing, that worst thing ever, and it can be. For me, it was watching my baby girl do what I had done. And it was just so devastating in, in a million ways. I mean, that was heaving cries. That was not just sad cries. That was gut-wrenching. The best, the um, most amazing blessings can come from that. If you work at it, if you dedicate yourself to it, if you say, listen, this is not going to define me. I am going to define it. You can do this. When you have the kindness of a coworker that says to you, a baby is a blessing. When you were just so heartbroken about your baby, she pointed out the blessing that was coming. I'm going to tell you, there is always those moments that define you in certain ways. That was a moment. That was a moment that I was like, a baby is coming and it's a blessing. Son of a beehive. We move forward from there. So my friends, listen, I'm going to wrap this story up. If you want to talk about this more, by all means, reach out to me. You can reach out to me here on my podcast, Facebook, Instagram, my website, If you're going through something or if you have something you've gone through and you're still not past it or you want to change something, please reach out to me for a free strategy session. I don't know why I don't say this all the time, but yes, I do free strategy sessions. We can schedule a call or a Zoom meeting, whatever's comfortable for you. But blessings come in disguise. Sometimes in disguise of what you think might be a tragedy. Don't close off your mind. Because holy bananas, you don't know what's coming. All right, my friends. I have rambled long enough. Enjoy the rest of your day. I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much.